Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Time to talk some NBA coming off the awards show and the impending uh, announcements for free agency at the end of this week. We figured perfect timing to bring in our NBA insider. Uh, he's uh, with us uh, quite frequently, and uh, he's a senior columnist for the Basketball Society and the host of Scoop B Radio. It's Brandon Scoop B. Robinson. Hey, Scoop, how you doing? Gentlemen, happy Wednesday. How are you? Happy Wednesday, man. Hump day. Hump day, baby. It's rainy here in central New York. We've had some nice weather. We're going to get into the high 90s over the weekend. Uh, But, uh, hey, we're enjoying a little summer here in Syracuse. No question about it, Scoop. We get excited about that stuff. We also get excited about what's going on in the NBA. And uh, there's a lot going on, including some declarations to come uh, at the end of this week. Uh, Give me your overall thoughts about LeBron James, uh, about Paul George, and what do you think that they'll do at the end of this week? Well, if you guys were paying attention to uh, what I wrote the last couple of days at uh, Basketball Society Online, I reported that. LeBron James uh, will, in fact, um, <clears throat> put together uh, a documentary and or some sort of uh, video uh, through un- uninterrupted. Uh, and will also u- utilize Instagram TV uh, to announce his decision. Uh, Instagram TV uh, was, was reported by TechCrunch, and basically uh, they're competing with YouTube. Uh, you can actually put wow. uh, I think half an hour to 45 minutes to hour-long uh video content on uh, Instagram TV and uh, I'm told that LeBron will be uh, announcing something uh, through those channels and uh, also the Space Jam 2 uh, will be something uh, that will you, LeBron will be uh, addressing and utilizing either through a trailer or through releasing in the movies. Um, something I was told Friday uh, I got a call uh, through a reliable source uh, and wrote about it on Monday. Uh, it's been making its rounds. Jalen Jacoby talked about it today. It's hit NBC, uh, comicbooks.com, and a myriad of other places. But, uh, yes, LeBron James will uh, be making uh, an announcement. Not sure when, but that is what, what tools he'll, he'll be using uh, to announce his free agency uh, plans. And 
all points indicate uh, someone that I spoke to uh, yesterday uh, said 95% um, that the Los Angeles Lakers are uh, the team that LeBron will commit to. What do you make then of what Magic said yesterday? It was interesting that he was kind of cornered by a couple of reporters and, and made those statements about give me two summers to get this done. And if I don't get it done in two summers and bring at least two big name free agents here, then I'll have failed and I'll step down. It almost kind of felt to me like Magic was concerned about this summer. But if indeed LeBron has uh, you know, the, the, the high interest in going there this year, then that would certainly uh, qualm a lot. You know, calm a lot of people out there in L.A. What are your thoughts about what Magic said yesterday? See, I looked at it as confidence. Uh, Magic Johnson is a, is a proven leader. Uh, came into the league in 79. Seeing that Larry Bird saved the league as players uh, and anything that Magic touches uh, pretty much turns to platinum. Uh, and I think that it, it, there's a confidence there. And one thing I will share with you is, you know, most deals agreed upon are are are, are signed in principle, if you will, uh, verbally before that July 1st uh, beginning stages with players, representation, and teams, or what have you. Right. I, I, I saw that as confidence. I mean, you know, he, he, he put his, his, his hand on the chopping block uh, last year on Jimmy Kimmel and, you know, got fined a hefty price for, you know, discussing Paul George, a guy who's from uh, the, the greater Los Angeles area. Uh, and, and, you know, when I talk about deals agreed to in principle, I am referring, in fact, to Paul George and LeBron James uh, as, a, as, a, as a, you know, a lock deal in Los Angeles. And, you know, Kawhi Leonard was never agreed on in principle. Uh, that's a, that's a pipe dream, and in these days, Philadelphia or staying in San Antonio was more of a realistic option. But to, to answer your question about Magic, it's pretty confident, and I think that um, if if he says it, he's a proven winner. Uh, he's 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 always delivered. You you want to believe Magic, uh, and I think that you know one thing about the, the Lakers in that situation is. If they do get LeBron and Paul George, they still have work to do. You know, I think a a, a realistic option is to find a way to ship both Brandon Ingram um, as well as Lonzo Ball uh, to the Houston Rockets uh, and, and somehow find a way to get Chris Paul. So you make L.A. happy because you get the Chris Paul uh, arriving in Los Angeles that you always wanted. I think Chris Paul plays better with LeBron than Chris Paul does with James Harden. And I think that it would be a self-fulfilling prophecy in and of itself because LeBron always told you he wanted to play with Melo. He always told you he wanted to play with Chris Paul. He played with Wade. He played with Bosh. So, you know, I think when you look at the situation with the Lakers, I looked at Magic as being confident in what he said. He knows he may know something we all don't know, but, you know, it's going to be an interesting summer. I know I keep saying that, but, you know, it is going to be an interesting summer. Yeah. And, Scoopy, going back to it, remember, CP3 was supposed to be a Laker until uh, the NBA-owned New Orleans Pelicans shut down that whole trade. They were supposed to send uh, – CP3 would have been working out with uh, – would have been working with Kobe Bryant. So it is almost to what you said, that destiny, so to speak, if CP3 would somehow end up, ironically, uh, back there with the Lakers. Oh, for sure. And that's why I said the self-fulfilling prophecy. And I'll, I'll add – uh, that was a David Stern era NBA. It's now a uh, Adam Silver NBA. So different circumstances, and you know the Hornets, are, or rather the Pelicans, are no longer the Hornets, but the Pelicans, the state bird of Louisiana, and uh, different circumstances. And and that would be cool to see. And also, uh, I meant I know you you mentioned Kawhi Leonard there, but he, he didn't <laughs> mention Boston Celtics uh, there as a diehard Boston Celtics fan. You know. I, 
we've t- we talked about this on Drive Time Sports, but uh, when I think about it, I- I'm a little conflicted. On one end, the Celtics can assuredly just return the the same team that they had last year with a healthy and Kyrie and a healthy to Gordon. Use these draft picks sure. to get better and better, and you got all those assets. You could return with that, and I would be a happy camper. But at the same time, it is a little trigger happy, a little tempting. Want to get in the game, don't you? To use those assets <laughs> to bring somebody in, maybe like a Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I think that that is a realistic option. I think particularly because of uh, how well the um, Celtics played in the absence of Kyrie Irving. What I'm saying is uh, Kyrie Irving, Uncle Drew, uh, movie comes out later this week, uh, becomes more expendable because uh, Terry Rozier played well, Jason Tatum played well, and you have no guarantee that Kyrie would resign with the uh, Boston Celtics uh, during free agency next season. So Kyrie listed the South, rather the, the Spurs uh, as well as the Knicks uh, and the Phoenix Suns as a, a team of his choice uh, when he had that meeting with the Cleveland Cavaliers. That being said, uh, why not just team him with uh, Greg Popovich, a guy he respects and he knows uh, during his time playing with Team USA very well. Uh, he was an assistant coach as well as you know his former college coach, uh, Coach K, as his, as his head coach. So, you know, you look at a situation where you can move a Tatum or a, 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 a Kyrie Irving to Boston and get a, get a Kawhi Leonard, and then Kyrie can decide whether he wants to stay in San Antonio or, you know, go elsewhere to the Knicks, which I can tell you uh, that is a team uh, from folks that I know uh, – that are familiar with, with Kyrie Irving's thing, and that's a team that uh, Kyrie has always wanted to play for. His dad is from the South Bronx. Uh, his, his dad um, played at Boston College, so Boston University, so it was a dream come true for him to go to Boston and play. Uh, but his godfather also played for the New York Knicks. Do you know who his godfather is? No. Rod Strickland. Wow, Rod oh, Strickland's okay. his godfather. Oh, wow. that's pretty cool. Uh, maybe it's you know. I was just going to say, as you kind of hit on it a little bit, Scoop. But you know, with all this, you know, it's funny. The NBA, I, I feel like it, it, it's taken a little bit of a change in terms of you know there was a cachet back in the day. I don't even know when the day would be. All right, but years ago, where yeah, where to play in New York, to play in L.A., to play in Chicago, this was a big deal. To play in these huge markets, and we've seen the birth of smaller markets. Oklahoma City, a very good example, when they had the three big guys all down there together, you know, that you don't have to be in New York or L.A. to have a brand and to be big. And so the idea has kind of the focus has kind of gone away from the big market. But all this talk about all these guys wanting to go L.A. And I'm like, where's the love for New York? I mean, are we seeing a resurgence here in the big market or is this just kind of circumstance of guys wanting to either go home or go someplace that they have envisioned themselves playing since the players now obviously have control? I blame LeBron and and, um, Carmelo for being uh, polar opposites. Carmelo came from the Denver Nuggets and went to uh, the Knicks. Uh, He was born in Red Hook, Brooklyn, and he wanted to come home. You know, had his formative years in Baltimore, still the East Coast. But you look at LeBron, guy from Akron, Ohio, drafted by the hometown team, got Cleveland, 30 minutes away from Akron, and then went to Miami. LeBron has the ability to bring Madison Avenue to him. He doesn't have to go to Madison Avenue. And I think that that coupled with uh, social media uh, and just everybody acknowledging their brand. And, and, you know, I blame Michael Jordan because if you remember, Air Jordan was his own separate entity. Yeah. But then the brand Jordan, you had Derek Jeter, you had Roy Jones Jr., you had Vin Baker, you had all those guys wearing his brand, Eddie Jones. That was an extension to his brand. 
So branding is really nothing new. It's just in social media, something that people pay attention to more. And I think that when you, when, when it boils down to it, New York is still New York, but you wondered, you know, when, when that whole situation happened with Charles Oakley being carted out of Madison Square Garden, yeah. you, you, you wonder when, you know, Phil Jackson made the comment about Carmelo Anthony's posse. Would anybody else, you know, want to come to New York? But then the same argument could be made about the burner accounts with the Sixers and, and Colangelo. So it's like, you know, you, you, you kill those bad seeds, so to speak, um, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, guys can make the choices they want to make. I think an entertaining and, and players coach guy in, in Davis Fisdale, you know, works. Uh, Nick's uh, draft pick Kevin Knox told me last week, he said Davis Fisdale is a players coach. So when you have guys talking like that, you know, it, it makes you want to play. It makes you want to go out and have fun and enjoy the nightlife, if you will, but also play basketball. Yeah. Let me ask you about the the draft for a second since you brought it up. I mean, obviously one of the big um, discussion points coming out of the draft was Porter Jr. and his health. And clearly not only did the Knicks pass on him, but the Cavs passed on him. The Clippers had two picks. They passed on him. What do you make of all that? And do you think this guy does end up being a good player in the NBA? To be honest with you, I didn't watch a ton of college basketball this season, um, but in taking my notes and uh, watching uh, Porter, he seems like a guy uh, that that just had a setback with his back, yeah. and a guy that can go out and and and, and produce. So you got to give him his 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 just due to go out there and, and do that. But I think that anytime you play college basketball, you um, are able to produce and make it to the next level in the draft. You must have done something special, you know, but, you know, you want to be known for more than just a character guy, a guy that, you know, is likable. I mean, but the thing about it is when you look at Michael Porter, he was a McDonald's All-American. He he was a USA Player of the Year. He he was in the Jordan Brand Classic. He was a Gatorade National Player of the Year. Now you got to get your butt on the court, and he can do that. You know, he gave you 10 points a game uh, in his whole season in Missouri, but Next level, um, I think the Denver Nuggets kind of fit him well. You know, he's, he's with a bunch of guys. He doesn't necessarily have to be that guy. Sometimes guys are stars in college, but then they can be a system guy and last for 15 years. So with that being said, Scoopy, jumping uh, back on, you mentioned it in just the question before about Philadelphia and Brian Colangelo and burner accounts. Now that he's kind of removed from the situation, does a cancerous vibe still exist? Do you think that's still going to affect players, whether they're choosing to join this Philadelphia young core in free agency? No, because you cut the cancer at the head. And I think that if you're trying to get up Kawhi Leonard, you have a guy like Brett Brown who comes from the Spurs system who's won championships with yep. Kawhi Leonard as an assistant coach. Good connection there. Hey, let me ask you about the the trade that uh, happened uh, in the last 24 hours. Austin Rivers traded from the Clippers, and they bring in Marcin Gortat. And the interesting get there, because that certainly puts back at play the idea that DeAndre Jordan uh, could be sent packing. What are your thoughts about that trade and what it might uh, mean to Jordan? He got traded by his daddy. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's got to be heartbreaking for any dad, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, for me, I, I can relate to that 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 uh, situation. I, I went to a prep school, Don Bosco Prep, and my stepfather was actually the band director, and I had him for homeroom, so that could be heartbreaking. I remember he took my Slam magazine from me while I was in class in homeroom. I was mad. <laughs> uh, but, I, but to go back to your point, yeah, I mean, as DJ Khaled would say, you got to secure your bag, uh, and I think that they are doing that and making sure that uh, they – protect themselves with Gortat. Listen, he he went to the NBA Finals with the Orlando Magic in 2010. 
and was Dwight Howard's backup. Uh, he's had some durability. He's had he's put some stats up in Washington, and uh, they're definitely trying to secure that. Particularly when you've added guys like Tobias Harris. Um, you know, you lost Chris Paul, but you found other guys on that team who've been able to step up. Um, and, and I think that you know these days, uh, Lawrence Frank is running the show, and um, I know that Lawrence Frank. Uh, has a good eye for talent. He he's kind of backed out of that role of coaching, but I think Lawrence Frank may know what he's doing. He may know something, and I think that when you look back in time, maybe DeAndre Jordan should have went to the uh, to the Dallas Mavericks. But you know, you you have guys on that team like Tobias Harris, like I said, you have Patrick Beverly, um, you have West Johnson, you 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 have guys, you have Juwan Evans. I, I I happen to like Juwan Evans. I just hope he can stay healthy, but. It seems that they're trying to uh, get get filled through through the draft and or stay young, but yeah. you know that Austin Rivers uh, trade hmm, doesn't necessarily mean I'm surprised. But you know, you add a center, who couldn't use a center these days? Centers are minorities in, in the NBA in general. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. As always, uh, Scoop, great to talk to you. It's going to be an interesting week, and I, I think, like you said, a very, very interesting summer. I'm sure we'll have some more conversations here down the road. Thanks for joining us this morning. We appreciate it. Gentlemen, thank Scoop you. B Radio. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.